Well, good morning, everybody. We can get everybody back into the seats. Yeah. We'll get started. Good to see everybody once again. Someone remarked to me, this is, this is my first time this year to uh, speak in front of you, so, <laughs> so it's great to be back. And uh, if some of you did not know, uh, my name's Andrew. I, uh, I'm one of the pastors here, and those who are new here, I just want to really welcome you here, and uh, great to have you here. Um, I was away for, for, for a bit. I was away in Malaysia uh, for Chinese New Year. I, was, uh, I haven't been in, Chinese, uh, in Malaysia for Chinese New Year for dec- decades. I mean, for a long, long time. So it was, it was kind of nice for me to, uh, and my wife to, to go over to Malaysia to see some of our relatives over there and, uh, and to be royally treated. I mean, I, we were royally treated. <laughs> it was fun. It was great. It was fantastic. Um, for me, it, it was not a, uh, a burden to submit to, uh, to uh, Chinese customs again, you know, because it means that you're going to get royally treated. I mean, uh, you get treated to all kinds of you know, great food. Yeah. Some of you who know what Malaysian food is all about, you get nasi lemak, you get uh, uh, you know, all, the, all the fried noodles and, uh, and all the soup noodles, and, and that's only for breakfast. I mean... <laughs> And that was, it, was, it was awesome. I gained about three to four pounds, I think. Uh, and then <clears throat> almost every night, I, uh, my, my, my brother-in-law would bring out a, a package of, of durians. I don't know who, who among you know what durians is all about. Say, oh, no, <laughs> this is terrible stuff. But it is awesome, awesome. Yeah, that's beautiful, beautiful tropical fruit. And... Uh, so we really enjoyed our time there. Uh, easy. It was easy to submit ourselves to all this uh, royal treatment. I mean, it was joyful. Ah, and Super Bowl Sunday. Today is Super Bowl Sunday. And that is hard to submit to. I mean, if, if, you, if, if, you are, if you're a, a player on a team, you, you don't want to submit. You want to trash somebody. You want to you take down somebody, right? You want to compete. You want to be the top dog. You want to be one who would make others submit. You don't, you don't want to be the one to submit. You want to be the one to you know, bash somebody. So, so that's, that's a whole different thing, right? In the... One, I was royally treated, and then the other one was like, yeah, you won't get any royal treatment. You don't get your brains uh, bashed out. Uh, yeah. So today we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about submission. We're going to talk about uh, servanthood. I think most of, us, most of us, if we are left alone, we, we will be like the Super Bowl kind of people, right? Uh, Super Bowl teams kind of people. We would try to bash people around. And, uh, and, and we would compete, and we would compete to gain attention. We would compete to, to be the, the, the top dog. I remember a time when I was on a, on a highway on Montana, and there was nobody around. And, you, know, you can see there were no cops around. And uh, what do you do in a competitive nature in you? Yeah, you see that long, nice, straight Montana highway. What do you do? Zoom, right? <laughs> you, you, say, you want to test the capabilities of your car. You know, I, I don't drive a sports car, okay? So uh, by the time it reached about 140, 130 kilometers an hour, the car was like shaking. <laughs> it was shaking. So it was... It, it, it didn't feel like fun when it was shaking, right? It didn't feel like a whole lot of fun. So, uh, I mean, if we were left alone by ourselves, we would, we would not submit to any laws. We would not submit to uh, the, the speed, uh, speed limits. We would not submit to anything. Left alone, we would just, just, just be uh, the boss, right? We would try to, try to make others submit to us. So today, as we talk about submission... We want to look at the, the real biblical meaning behind submission because this is, this is a spiritual discipline that is really practically very difficult uh, to, to, to master in, a, in, in, 
in a place where, in a world where everybody is looking out for number one, right? It's really difficult. So let us pray. Father God, as we uh, look into what it means to, to submit biblically, as we learn what it means to have that spiritual discipline of, of, of submission, of servanthood, that you would help us to help us to think through it, help us to really uh, get a hold of, of what the scriptures have to teach us about what it means to, to submit to one another out of reverence for Jesus. So Jesus, be with us, teach us, guide us through your spirit, uh, help us to really think through all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So today, as we look at the spiritual disciplines, once again, uh, as we go through this whole series, you know that it is all about a part of what it means to, to walk as a follower of Jesus, to die to ourselves, to go a little bit deeper more, you know, deeper and deeper in Jesus, to keep in step with the Holy Spirit. So to learn to be secure in Christ, to learn to, to know that uh, all the things that we do here, uh, we, we, when we are learning about praying, we are learning about uh, meditations, or we are learning about uh, study, uh, learning about fasting, all those things are all intertwined with submitting ourselves uh, to, to God, right? So here we are, learning more and more and more and more about what it means to, to uh, learn, to keep in step with the Spirit, keep ourselves in, in, in place where we are dying to ourselves, uh, not, to, not to no longer let ourselves be number one. So submission, as we look at submission... One of the key texts in, in Scripture is Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. It says, Submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. There's a sense that this submitting to one another, there's a sense of inward uh, discipline. We need to look at ourselves. Are we submitting? Then to one another, there's something that, that, uh, that, that is outward, something to, uh, for others. Uh, submitting ourselves to one another out of reverence for Christ. So as we look at the, uh, the context of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, as you look at the context, let's read from uh, Ephesians 5, verses 19 and onwards. And it says, Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. So as you read that text, you can see that it is a part of what it means to be filled with the Spirit. It is not a new paragraph. It's some of the Bibles that you read, in the English, it will always seem to start with submit, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ as a new paragraph. But in the Greek, if you read the Greek, it, will, it is not a new paragraph. It is part of a, of a continuing thought from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19. Uh, verse 18, sorry. 18, 19, and onwards. So here is a continuing thought. First of all, it starts with Two non-optional imperatives, and they are do not get drunk with wine. That's the first one. And then secondly, to be filled with the Spirit. To be filled with the Spirit. So there are two commands here. Two commands, two non-optional commands. And it's all the thought of this continuing thought of uh, making sure that we are in this paragraph thinking through this whole paragraph, not just that one little uh, verse 21, okay? So think through that whole paragraph. And with that two imperatives is followed by four present participles, speaking, singing, thanking, and submitting. So you can see that submitting is part of what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit, right? Submitting. So in other words, when we think about the person personal discipline of uh, submitting or submission or servanthood, it is all part of what it means to be in the life of the Spirit. It means part of what it means to, to, 
to take hold of what Jesus wants us to do. I mean, Jesus wants us to be filled with the Spirit. And Jesus wants us to follow Him. And one of the ways to do that is submitting to one another out of reverence for Him. So it is the result of what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then you take note of that, of that whole paragraph, and you will know that, uh, you will note that there is a, a Trinitarian formula as well, right? So it says here, um, be filled with the Spirit, then give thanks to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is a very, very holistic way of, of if, you, if, you, if you wish, to follow Jesus Christ. It is, it is all about God. It's all about the Godhood of, of, uh, of, of, of God. So today, when we think about submission, as we think about the, uh, the text in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, we are saying, this is the will of God, for sure. When we are submitting ourselves, when we are we're not looking out for number one, when we are we're looking out for others, submitting ourselves to another out of reverence for Jesus Christ, it is totally, totally in the will of God. Totally. So let's look at what submission is not. I think submission is not the loss of our identity. It is the gain, actually, if you read Ephesians 5.21, it's the gain, the whole counsel and the will of God in our lives. It is to gain the, uh, the, all of what the Trinity will want us to do. It's to gain Jesus' life. It's to gain wholeness. It is not the loss of our identity. It is not misery or self-contempt. If you read the text again, it says it is part of joyfulness, of, of thanking God, of gratitude, of, of singing, making melody in your heart unto the Lord. So it is not something that, is, that, it, that you will lose your identity. In fact, you will gain more. You will gain more. You will gain Jesus. You will gain uh, the, the Trinitarian uh, will for your life. You will gain the Trinity. And, uh, and it's not the same thing as becoming a doormat uh, for others or become a weak uh, will follower of Jesus. In fact, if you look at Jesus himself, if you look at how he submitted himself to, to the Father and uh, even to death on the cross, it tells us that what a strong character he is. It tells us how, how, how amazing his, his character uh, that he would, uh, and how, how strong he is, that he could withstand all the bullying and all the, uh, all, all, all the, even the death on the cross, even the misery and of being, of being stripped naked and, 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 and bleeding on the cross, all bloody and all, all, all dirty and everything that for all to, it has all to do with submitting his will to the Father. He prayed, not my will, but your will be done, right? So today, as we think about uh, submission, submission is certainly not something that is weak. Uh, I mean, if you look at the, the letters that Paul wrote, <laughs> and he is the one that tells us uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, he's the one that wrote that. And, uh, and and you can see how strong of a, of a man, of a man of God he is. He's, he's an example of what it means to be strong, to be, to, be a, to be a great follower of Jesus, yet submitting to the will of Christ. So it is not for the weak will, as it takes a lot of effort, takes a lot of intentionality of surrender to Jesus. So submission, if you look at it biblically, it is the fullness of the Spirit uh, in us. It is living out the fullness of the Spirit. It is the outflow of, of a life that is seeking after God and becoming like Jesus Christ. It is also becoming more and more genuinely human. I love the fact that uh, Jesus, one of his, probably his favorite title for himself is the Son of Man, right? The Son of Man. And uh, and yet, he is the one that, if he is the perfect specimen of what being a man is all about, what being a real man is all about, it tells us a lot about uh, the Son of Man. He is the, the, the perfect represent, representation of what a man should be, the Son of Man. 
And it tells us about, if you look at the cross, you look at who He is, you look at all that has done, it is all about what it means to be genuinely human. He took our, our sins upon Himself and He laid down His life for His friends. And it gives us a sense of what it means to, to, to submit ourselves so that others could live. So that others could live. Jesus was the most human, the Son of Man, and yet submissive. The Bible tells us, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. As a ransom for many. So as you look at this, the Son of Man, He came to serve. As I think about this, one of the Bible verses that came, come to me is Philippians chapter 2, of how Jesus, He could, did not take equality with God to be something to be grasped. He made Himself nothing. became nothing and took upon himself the form of a servant. And from then on, he followed all the way to the cross, submitting himself to death, even death on the cross. And even then, after that, the Father gave him the name that is above all names. That is greatness. That is greatness. And Jesus lived out that verse Whoever will be great among you must be your servant. And whoever first among you must be slave of all. And then another picture that came to me is Jesus giving his towel service, washing the feet of his disciples in John 13, submitting to his disciples, kneeling down, washing the dirty feet of his disciples. And then he said, then he said to us all, to his disciples, here, I leave you an example to follow. Submission. I think submission is a, is a, is a, is a really difficult personal discipline because all of us so desperately want to be the top dog, so desperately want to be, want to be noticed as the as the one in, in, in charge or in power who calls the shots. So many of us just wants to be, you know, the boss to run everything. But Jesus came to serve. And He calls us to follow after Him that way. I think submission is also a realization that we are, are made a kingdom and priest. And what I mean by that is, if you look at Revelation chapter 5, verse 10, you can see where it all comes to when it, when it comes to the, to, uh, the uh, consummation of the kingdom of God. This is what God's redeeming work comes to. He made them a kingdom and priest. Revelation 5, verse 10. Made them a kingdom and priest to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. That implies to me that there is some, a sense of dignity, a sense of royalty, a sense of representing God and representing man, man to God. Uh, a priest of uh, representing God as, as a kingdom. And uh, when I think about that, Jesus is calling us to a place where we are all seen in the same place. We are made a kingdom. Can you just think about this. Each one of us are made part of a kingdom. We are, we are all royalty. And I think it's a lot easier when we see each other as royalty and just 
bow down to royalty. I mean, that's what we do to royalty, isn't it? When, when king, when, uh, if King Charles were, were to come here, we will all be in awe. We will all be in, uh, in say, hey, uh, if you come and walk down this aisle, we, we, will all, we will all be bowing down. We will all be saying, welcome. We will all be uh, giving him the royal treatment. In the same way, when we, when we see each other as royalty, as a kingdom. We are all in kingdom. We are all royalty. I think it's a lot easier when we see it through the eyes of the scriptures that we can all submit to one another. It's a lot more difficult if we see each other as a competitor, right? <laughs> see each one as a, oh, I want to compete for Pastor John's attention, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I want to I compete I want to compete for, uh, for uh, uh, you know, to be the, the one who will play the, uh, the drums or the guitar uh, and be the one who will be, uh, you know, up there on, on stage. Uh, it will be a little bit dif- difficult to submit, to have that personal discipline to submit to each other. But it will be a lot easier if we see each other as what? Royalty. We see each other as some, someone special made in the image of Christ. If you see each other as on equal terms, rather than seeing each other as competitors or seeing each other as, 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 a, as an enemy or, and so on, then we would try to bash each other, right? So important, very important to realize this, this whole aspect of this is what we were made for, to be a kingdom and a priest. And we are to represent God to each other. For you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people that belong to God, says uh, Peter. So when we are a people that are a royal priesthood, what do we do? To declare the praises of Him who called us out of darkness into His wonderful light. So we are there to worship together. We are there to bring the praises of God uh, back to God from the people. We represent the people. We bring it back to God. And then we are bring, bring, bring the, the, uh, the presence of God to others by our submission, by our sense of seeing that we are all equal as brothers and sisters in Christ. We are all in the kingdom. We are all royalty. So today, as we think about that, that, the aspect of we are made a kingdom and priest, I want us to think as well that uh, this was always God's intention. It was always God's intention to, and always been the task of God's people to make an impact on earth. If you look at Exodus chapter 19, verse 6, or uh, Genesis 1, 28, uh, Exodus 19, verse 6, talk about uh, we are a kingdom of priests. And Genesis 1, 28, talk about having dominion to rule, uh, royalty. We were made to be royal. We were made to represent God. Um, and then Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, talk about we were put in the garden to, to work the garden, to, to serve uh, and to, to keep the garden. And and those words in the original language has a sense of, of, uh, of, 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 of priestly duties, of keeping the temple, you know, keeping and, uh, and, and service in the temple of God. And it's the same, same uh, meaning in the, in, in, in the Hebrew scriptures. So we are a kingdom of priests. We are a kingdom that would serve others that will represent God to others, that will, that will bring God to others, and that will also bring the praises of the people back unto God. We are a worshiping community. So today, as we think about submission, one of the things that, you know, how do we work, how do we work out what it means to be a kingdom of priests? Or, uh, and how do we work out what it means to, to, uh, to live out submission because in reality, life is complicated. Life is messy. I think Marie Kondo just, just discovered that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
Have, have, did you hear about that? The, uh, that uh, uh, you know, she was you know the, the guru of uh, tidiness, right? And uh, and then I think it was just recently, just in uh, in uh, beginning of February or January, a lot uh, last bit of January, we heard the news that uh, oh, she just realized that uh, you know life is messy, especially if you have three kids, you know, <laughs> and. Uh, Life is really messy, right? Life is tough. Life is hard. Life is, uh, you know, all kinds of, it throws all kinds of wrenches at you, all kinds of things that uh, can go wrong. So in, uh, if you want to have a case study of, of what, what submission could look like, oh, a kingdom of, of priests and a, and, a, and a holy nation, what would that look like? Look at a case study of Philemon. Uh, if you know Philemon, Philemon is a well-to-do you know, dude. <laughs> he is wealthy. He owns slaves. And uh, part of the problem is that he has a runaway slave called Onesimus. And, uh, and Paul, he had to write a letter uh, to Philemon to, on, 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 the behalf of, on, on behalf of uh, Onesimus because he was a runaway slave from, his ho- from the uh, uh, Philemon's household. So, Apparently, Onesimus became a Christian when uh, somehow uh, in, in Ephesus, that's what they think. They, uh, Paul was imprisoned in Ephesus, and, uh, and he was writing this letter to uh, Philemon. And he uh, had to write a letter because I'm sure Onesimus must be feeling like, like Paul, you're sending me back to uh, Philemon? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that's not going to look good because Philemon, if he acts, uh, I mean, act on his rights, he could have me, have me executed, right? Yep, because you're a runaway slave, he could ha- get you executed. And, uh, or, at worst, give you the beating of his life, right? Yes, that's, that's the reality, that's the tough part. But Paul is sending Onesimus back to Philemon, who is wealthy, who is within his rights, if he wanted to, to do some real damage to Onesimus. Now, as a result of that, Paul now sees Onesimus as what? Part of the kingdom, right? He sees Onesimus not as a runaway slave anymore. He sees, he says, if you read verse 10 in Philemon, it says, He is my child. In verse 11, He was once useless, but is now useful. If you know the Greek for Onesimus, the name Onesimus means useful. So here he is. At one time, he was useless. He was a runaway slave. He was no good. But now, he is useful. Um, verse 12 Philemon says, Paul, writing about Onesimus, says, he is my heart. You know, he is my heart. And then he goes on to say, my beloved brother, verse 16. And then Paul, again, writing to Philemon, saying, receive him as you would receive me. And Philemon is invoking his his rights, (laughs) in a sense, I mean, sorry, uh, Paul is invoking his rights as, 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 a, as the person who converted uh, Philemon. And saying, receive him as you would receive me. Meaning what? The runaway slave is on par with me, right? The runaway slave who was once useless is now useful. Is my brother, is my heart, my child. So when you think about that, Working out what it means to be a kingdom of priests, I think that, that is a little case study of what it means to, to in the scriptures, to, to submit to each other out of reverence for Jesus. To begin to see each other as royalty. To begin as, to, to, to serve one another out of reverence for Jesus Christ. So scripture redefines for us what it means to be in the kingdom of God. Everybody does not pull rank, 
In fact, everybody is the same rank. As a result, I think it's really a lot easier for us to submit to one another out of reverence for Jesus when we begin to see each other as brothers and sisters, just like Paul did. To Onesimus, who's, I just love the way, <laughs> it's so wonderful, it's in my heart, my child, <laughs> you know, my, receive him as you would receive me. I think that just lives out what Matthew 25 is all about. Whatever you did for the least of these, you did it unto me. Yeah, you did it unto me. That's what Jesus said to the righteous in the parable of the, uh, the sheep and the goats. So today, as we get into this whole idea or this whole topic of submission, it is really a countercultural uh, discipline. It is truly countercultural. Naturally, as we have noted, we all want to get our own way. I think about a time, you know, I was in, 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 uh, in Kuala Lumpur and uh, just recently had uh, nobody gives an inch. <laughs> I'm talking about Kuala Lumpur traffic. I mean, it is terrible. I mean, nobody gives an inch. Nobody gives way. You want to you, it's the survival of the fittest. I mean, there is just one lane, you know, of uh, traffic going one way, but there are like five lanes made to go into one lane. <laughs> you know, one lane supposed to be for you to, to you know, inch and, and merge into, uh, into the highway. I mean, there are like five cars on one lane going into the same, same direction. It's like, how do you do this? And nobody drives with a sense of, okay, we'll just give, give way to each other. Everybody's like inching, inching, inching closer and closer to that one, one little exit, you know. And it is horrible. I don't know how they do it, but it says, I asked I ask my, uh, my driver, my, my, uh, my in-laws, and said, how, how do you do this? And I say, oh, you, you just live with it. <laughs> you just, you just got to be there first, you know. And you know, again, it's all about being there first. You got to be the first one. You got to be the top dog. You got to be. You got to compete for that, for that, for that spot. Otherwise, you're you're done. You are not going anywhere. So today, as we think about submission, is as we serve. Maybe the way to do it is is, isn't it a lot better in a Canadian way? <laughs> like everybody take turns, right? You know, when you merge, you just okay. The one. You see somebody coming and you just take, take turns one, one by one and everybody gets to go, right? Over in Kuala Lumpur, it's, it's a dog fight, yeah, I tell you. Okay. Today, as we, uh, as we think about uh, uh, this whole submission as, as a countercultural discipline, think about, again, Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 to 7. Uh, I already mentioned that. Uh, how Jesus did not, did not use his, his position as God to, to boss it over other people. In fact, he didn't use his, uh, this sense of entitlement, right? This sense of, hey, I'm, 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 I'm the son of God. I, I can come here and boss you guys around. In fact, he made himself nothing. Made himself nothing. And then took on the form of a servant. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. It's so countercultural. And then as we begin to see each other in, uh, and again to appre- appreciate the image of God, the image of Christ in each other, then we would be able to live out uh, what it means to, to even do service to the very least of these uh, that uh, Matthew 25 uh, mentions about. And then we can go away from the, uh, the tendency towards self-contempt or self-hatred. There's a, there's, there's, there's a sense of of, of uh, if you're not the top dog, eh, then you begin to look down on yourself, right? You say, "Oh, I'm so, I'm so useless. I'm so terrible. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so not, uh, not, not right there with the with the with the trendy people. With uh, I'm not. I don't have enough uh, likes on my Facebook or whatever it is, you know. And 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 it becomes a a, a real sense of self defeat, you know. And then begin to look at ourselves and say, "Oh." 
I'm really terrible. But if you really know who you are in Jesus Christ, you know that if you're filled with the Spirit, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, if you know that, then you know that you are secure, that you have Jesus in your life, and that you can go about becoming a people who can give thanks, who can praise God, who can worship, and then who can, because you know who you are, you are loved by God, and God has put His Spirit in you, and then you can be, have a sense of, ha, ah, yeah, I, I, Romans chapter it talks about, oh, I'm, a, I'm an heir, I'm a co-heir of Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I'm there already, I'm good, I'm good to go. In, in fact, because Romans chapter 8 teach me as well that uh, I'm a child of God, I can cry Abba in my heart, you know, to the Father, in my spirit. I, I'm already good to go. I'm already secure. And if I... And that all comes from what? Meditating on the scriptures, studying the scriptures, knowing that who you are in Jesus Christ. You know, ingesting all that uh, scriptures in your heart, and then you can begin to see who you are, your identity, and begin to not lose yourself, actually gain yourself. So today, as we think about all this, uh, think about also practical ways which you can, uh, you can submit. These are seven acts of submission that Richard Foster talks about. And uh, this is not original to me. So <laughs> uh, we can submit to the triune God. I think that's, that's for most of us, that's, that's pretty easy to do because we know that He loves us, uh, that we are royally treated by Jesus and, and God, uh, that we are served by Him. He came to serve, not to serve, to be served. And uh, it's easy to, to love somebody like that, to bow down to somebody like that, to submit ourselves to the authority of God. It's easy. Uh, and then submit ourselves to the scriptures. Um, we've been teaching about uh, study the scriptures and, uh, and meditating on the scriptures. Let's do that. Let's keep on doing it. And submit to our family. Now, that might be a little bit more difficult, right? <laughs> yeah, because sometimes it's, Sometimes it's, 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 uh, it's, 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 it's a struggle. And uh, I have to admit that, yeah. But, but if we are personally trained by the Spirit of God to, to submit to, and, and rather than having everything go your own way, everything have to be your own way, I think there'll be a lot more peace, a lot more, uh, a lot more joy in the family when we, when we die to ourselves and, and actually start to meet the needs of others in our family. Uh, practical thing to do is, you know, go wash the dishes. You know? <laughs> Sometimes, some, there's some, that's something that I, I, I personally do not like to do, uh, wash the dishes, but uh, thank God there's an invention called the washing machine, right? And uh, you know, just stack the dishes and, and, and all that wonderful things, yeah. Today, as we think about uh, another way of submi- submitting to uh, ourselves, is to submit to our neighbors and those we meet in our course of our daily lives. Uh, think about how, how you could help your, your neighbors, serve them, uh, be, a, be a servant. And uh, I think that will go a long way to, what it, to, to be a bright witness in, in the community. Uh, submit to the believing community, um, the body of Christ. Um, you know, I tell you, job of pastoring people will be a lot easier. And <laughs> if there is, there is a whole lot of submission in, 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 uh, to one another out of reverence for Jesus, right? If there is a really a real practice of that. Uh, but man, I've been in churches where there is like no submission. And it's hard. It is difficult uh, to pastor in those churches because they're all fighting one another. And you know, like my opinion is more important than their opinion. And it is tough. When, 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 when people are, are always, always fighting or, or, or making their uh, strong opinions uh, more important than to love one another and then to, uh, to, to have that kind of uh, Paul writing on, on, uh, to Philemon on, uh, on, on, on behalf of Onesimus. I think it would be a lot easier if everybody is treating each other, oh, you're my child, you're my heart, you know, your family, your kingdom, your royalty. It would be a lot easier. Uh, 
we have to submit to the, the broken and the despised. You know, again, you know, the, the Gospels are, are filled with stories of, of, uh, of Jesus meeting the, the needs of the broken and despised, how he submitted to them, how he, how he himself served others. So let us be a people that follow Jesus that way to submit and submit to the world. And God is the greatest example of submitting to the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right? This is the way to go. So the, I want to talk about some benefits of, what, of, of, of uh, submission. Uh, John 13, verse 17 says, Blessed are you if you do them. And this is in the, in the context of Jesus washing the feet of the disciples. Blessed are you if you follow me in this very servile, in, in a towel service kind of, of manner. Uh, please think through uh, what it means to... to to, to submit, it, is a, it will become a blessing for you. It will become a blessing for you. Um, secondly, uh, your mission will be, will be sharpened. Your mission in this world. Look at Jesus as he submitted to the will of the Father in the Garden of Eden. He says, not my will, but your will be done. Right? Not my will, but your will be done. And that's the way to go. That's the kind of spirit of submission that that, that, that uh, that God would really love for us to have. And boy, there will be a lot less fighting if the kingdom of God, if the, uh, if the people were all seeing each other as royalty, submitting to one another. Uh, James talked about, you know, what causes all kinds of quarrels and fights among you, right? Isn't it what's, what's in here? Yeah, all, all these desires coming out and you are just, yeah, want to knock each other's brains out, right? So it's, it's very important that we become a people uh, that become more and more like Jesus, serving, giving up ourselves, denying uh, ourselves, because we already have the best thing in the whole wide world, Jesus himself. We're already good. We're already secure. So why do we need more? We already got the best. So learn to serve and learn to give. Uh, Again, talk about the benefits, uh, dignity of the royal priesthood. This, this have, I think this needs to sink in, in our hearts, in our souls, in our mind, that we are a royal priesthood. Uh, we, we, we bring, we bring the, the, the fragrance of heaven down uh, to others. And I hope that we, that's our, the, the, the effect that we have, that we, uh, people see us and say... <laughs> Ah, oh, they can smell heaven. <laughs> yeah, instead of hmm, hmm, <laughs> no bad smell. <laughs> you know, they would smell heaven. You right? They would smell heaven. And then we'll get our character deepened. That's a great benefit as we take up the cross daily and follow Him. And some of the crosses that we would that we would go through might be the cross of just. Just dying to our, our, our sense of importance. Dying to a sense of, of, of entitlement. Dying to a sense of, of hey, I got to defend my rights, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, from all those abuses, you know, I got to defend my rights. Yeah, and, I'm, and if I don't get my own way, I'm going to sue the pants off them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not the way to go. That's certainly not the way to go. Get our character deepened. Take up the cross. Follow him. There are many ways that uh, that uh, things that that happen in our lives that uh, that we can take up some of these things that will cause us to suffer a little bit, but it can deepen us. And uh, and then to learn that submission is not weak, but a giant step to be fully human as the Son of Man uh, is in service. Because that's that's what the what Jesus is all about. To be a, because he's the Son of Man. He loves that title. Said, "I'm I'm here to serve, not to be served." So all of this is very revolutionary when you think about it, isn't it? It's very revolutionary to submit, because all the world wants us to do is not to submit, but to to fight like crazy to be the top dog. 
But if we begin to see a sense of, of uh, that we are all part of a royal kingdom, royal priesthood. Just, just like at the beginning I told, when, I, when I shared with you, you know, it's so easy to submit myself to Chinese customs. <laughs> uh, the Chinese New Year, all the customs and traditions. And, then, and it was okay for me to, you know, uh, to, to give these this red envelopes with money in it to others. And, and it, because I was royally treated. It was easy. It was easy. But it's, it's, it'll be a lot harder if we do not sense that we are royals. Today, I, I trust that you take home the fact that you are royal in Christ. That you are a kingdom, a priest, and a holy nation. Therefore, you can submit yourselves like Jesus. Because that's who Jesus is. He is the, he is the royal of royals, right? King of kings and, and the Lord of lords. And yet he came to serve, not to be served. So let us pray. Father God, as we think about uh, this scripture to submit ourselves to each other, to one another, out of reverence for you, in, in a, as Paul, the Apostle Paul wrote, I think we all are, have a sense of conviction that, uh, that we need to really royally treat other people, each other, one another. Help us to think through it. Help us to really show in our actions, in our lives, this conviction of what it means to, to, be, to be part of the kingdom, to be priests, and to be like you. Sometimes it's really difficult because of the circumstances of our lives. Sometimes we feel like we have been abused. But help us to meditate on the fact that we are loved, we are secure. Help us to build a, a real prayer life around the fact that we are your, 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 your very own, your child and that we are secure in your love so that we can work out what it means to, to give ourselves away. Even Jesus, you did that. So lead us on as we think about what it means to, to submit ourselves to, uh, to relive your life. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. What a great word from Andrew. You know, we are terrible at being servants because it's in our broken nature to want everything for ourselves. You know, you look at, you look at our kids. They're not born innocent. They're not born giving things up. It's all about themselves. And that's our nature. We, we literally train them how to share. We, we train them how to help others. You know, your, your little kids, they come to you, one kid sitting on your lap, the other pushes them off. Why? Because they want your attention. And, you know, we're, we're imperfect examples of a father because, yes, we, we have finite patience and finite love, but our father doesn't. So when he gives something to you or he gives something to Andrew, it in no way lessens anything he gives to me. You know, the Lord's like Oprah. You get a kingdom. You get a kingdom. You get my love. What any one of us gets in no way affects the other. And that's just the amazingness of our Lord. That's the amazingness of his son. You know, we, the world looks at his moment on the cross as a thing of weakness. Why don't you come down from there? You said the angels will protect you. Come on down. Show us your power. But instead, his power is going to echo through eternity because he had one moment of servanthood. He had one moment where he put all of us ahead of himself. 
As Andrew said repeatedly, how different would our world be if we all put each other first? How easy would it be to merge into traffic if everyone wanted to let each other in? You know, we might end up in a Canadian standoff. You know, we're both like, after you, after you. It'd be like the world's best problem. But it's all because we think of others before we think of ourselves. And it, this is not something that we go home and we're like, okay, I'm going to change this. This is something we go home and say, Lord, I want to change and I need you. Every day it's, Lord, I can't do this. I need you. I am broken, but you love me and you make me whole. So in you, I can do this. And that's why you see that massive connection to being filled with the Spirit. When we are in line with His Spirit, we can do things that we naturally cannot ever do. We cannot ever achieve without that. So Lord, we just come here this morning and we just admit that we are broken and you are good. Lord, we just acknowledge to you that there are things that we want to change, but we need you. We need you to change these things in us. We need your power to walk with us each and every day. Lord, we look to your son and we see this perfect example of servanthood. Lord, we see someone who emptied himself of everything that he was out of love for us. And Lord, we want to empty just even small pieces of ourselves, Lord. You don't, you don't ask us to become weak. You ask us to become strong in you. So Lord, show us where our pride, where our ego, where our fear of man and the world gets in our way. Lord, because we don't care if the world sees us in a moment of weakness because we know you see us in strength, Lord. We know that you see the end game. You see the things that you have called us to do. And Lord, we so desperately seek to walk in those ways. Lord, if your path takes us down the valley of the shadow of death, we will walk with no fear because you are with us. You've gone ahead of us. You go behind us. You are with us and you are carrying us. And we have those promises. And we, Lord, we just so desperately need that. So, Lord, we just humble ourselves before you this morning and ask that you make servants of us. Lord, that you make servant leaders of us. Lord, that we would go to the world not because we have something that they don't, but because you have given us something for them. We just pray all of this in your name. Lord, we just ask that you... Bless us this week as we go forward. Lord, show us each and every day how much you love us and how much you love those around us. Call out those that we walk by, Lord, and show us how to submit to them. Lord, how to submit to you, how to make you our priority, how to discipline ourselves to make time for you and you alone in our lives. We just ask this in your name. Amen.